Genesis chapter number 8, I am arrested uh, by this thought. Sound team, I love y'all. Please cut me up all the way up here if you don't mind. I've been preaching all week already, and I, I leave in the morning at an 8 o'clock flight going to Louisville, and I'm leaving there. Oh, yeah, we're getting there now. Leaving there, going to Indianapolis the next day, and then somewhere else the next day, and Chicago the next day. So I don't have a lot of voice, and so if you can help me, how can they hear? How can they preach without? How can they hear without a preacher? How can the preacher preach if he can't hear? That's Second Mark 3 and 12. But we thank God for you. Genesis chapter number 8. Genesis chapter number 8. Genesis chapter number 8. Uh, if you've got it, shout at me and say, I'm there. If you're still looking for Genesis, I need you to read your Bible a little bit more often, all right? You turn in Psalms and Proverbs, you're going the wrong way, friend. I need you to go back to the front of the book. Amen. Genesis chapter number 8. If you've got it, how at me and say, I'm there. Look with me at verse number one. Uh, thank God, Brother Matt Simmons, Brother Snyder, and I'm here. And sis, love you, and my brother back there. Brother Charles McClain, good to see y'all. Amen. Genesis 8:1. Look at what the Bible says. It says, "And God remembered Noah." May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of His Word. Father, Savior, Healer, God. Tonight, from this beautiful sanctuary here in Warner Robins at the Winning Church, Lord, tonight, before we ask you for anything, we thank you for everything. Amen. For the day you've allowed us to see, God, we thank you. For the power that we feel in your name, God, we thank you. <laughs> for the fact that last night was not our last night, God, we thank you. We ask now that you do what only you can, heal, save, and deliver. Set free, make crooked places straight, and bring high places down. We thank you for the victory that we feel already in this room that was ushered in by the praise team and the musicians that was intensified by the worship from the pews. But now we ask that you touch the one in the pulpit. Give us a word tonight. And Satan, because we know you're listening anyhow, we remind you that you're still defeated. I said you're still defeated. We said you're still defeated and you're trespassing in the lives of God's people. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Let every glad heart say amen. amen. Say amen another time. Amen. I, I would that you would consider with me for just a few moments tonight uh, simply the first three words of this first verse of the eighth chapter, the New Beginnings chapter, the book of the beginning. Simply these words, and God remembered. Would you do this for me? Help me preach. Help me preach. Look at somebody and just tell them our message tonight. Look at them and say, and God remembered. Brothers and sisters, saints and friends in person and in the cyber sanctuary, wherever you are, wherever you're from, I think that it is important for the direction of our time together tonight that I begin with a very clear disclaimer at the front end. That disclaimer is simply that my endeavor and my assignment tonight is in part to flip the Noah narrative on its head. Because I'm afraid, and I hope I get one witness here, Lord, I am afraid that many of us have unintentionally rebranded and represented what is really a horror story as some kind of romantic comedy. 
The whitewashing is going to get heavy in here for a second. The whitewashing of Noah's story is almost as egregious as uh, history books here in our dear state of Georgia presenting slavery as if the Africans came over to help the settlers. Yeah. Well. Uh, that, that, that's, that's not how that went. That's, yeah. that's not how that story went. And much like that misinterpretation, I am afraid that we have misrepresented what really happened with Noah and his ark. But we have to understand that this was not a luxury cruise line. This was not a carnival cruise. There were no swimming pools on the ark. Uh, there were no five-star restaurants. This, in fact, was a vessel sailing through pure apocalyptic carnage. When we look a little bit closer here, I think that it is important that we make this distinction, especially on the onset of what we call Stellar Week here, because it is important that we understand that as God is pushing us somewhere as a church, as God is shifting us somewhere as people and leaders and entrepreneurs and visionaries, it is important that we understand that we must familiarize ourselves with the terms and conditions of our new level. I wish I had maybe five people in here that, that understand that while we have shouted and danced and given and jumped and high-fived somebody and slapped somebody else and poked somebody in the eye and did a handstand and twirled and all of this because God was taking us to another level, it is no reason to shout over a new level if you are not prepared for it when you get there. Y'all don't like the way I'm preaching. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get it after a while. I, I don't mean any offense. I don't mean to harm anybody's feelings or emotions. But, but I'm afraid that we have preached people into seasons that we have not prepared them for. And so you get people that get new jobs, but they're fired three months later because they didn't understand you can't act like that on this floor of the building because you were comfortable where you used to. This ain't McDonald's no more. I don't like the way I'm talking. You, you, you have to be prepared for the next level. And I'm on assignment tonight. I'm not going to preach long. I can't. I'm on assignment, however, to tell some of you that are getting ready to go to another level, getting ready to step into a greater dimension of God, that what you've got to realize is the crux of our message tonight, the, the main premise and the central theme of what God told me to share and to release here in the winning church tonight is simply this. And if you get it, I want you to holler back at me because the premise that we have to understand and work from tonight is simply this being used by God is not always fun uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I, I need I need anointed people that, that can testify. I, I, I know that's right because I didn't know when I signed up for God to use me that people I didn't even know were going to dislike me. I didn't know when I signed up for God to use me that I was going to have to deal with warfare from places I've never been before. People that don't know my story, don't know what I've been through, don't know what I've survived, don't know what I prayed for, don't know how long I waited in line, don't know how many other people I clapped and cheered for when they got theirs. They don't want me to see. They don't want me to see what God has shown or promised me. And it's only because I agreed to be used by 
God. But when we look at this idea of, of heroism being hard, if you will, nobody really demonstrates this and embodies this quite like Noah does in his faith walk. You, you remember the story of Noah. I'm going to give you the, the cliff note version tonight if you're maybe a first timer. But, but most of us understand something about Noah. And in order to really appreciate what God does through and for him, you've got to realize where we are in time. The Bible says that God has gotten weary of the sins of his people coming up before him. God, God has gotten weary of the disobedience from his people and he is tired of this human experiment. God in his divinity decides I'm going to hit reset on this whole human experiment. He, he decides I'm going to start over. I don't, I don't like the way this first batch turned out. I'm going to start over. I'm going to scrap this one and do it again. He, he decides he's going to wipe out the population and repopulate it. And he taps Noah on the shoulder and says, I want to use you to build and construct an ark. An ark. What is an ark? An ark is a vessel that I'm going to fill with the essential ingredients for the new world. And I want you to construct it. Now, if I had time, I'd talk about, I'd talk about the burden of being first. I talk about the burden of being a trailblazer because you got to understand that God is asking Noah for a hard thing because first of all scholars tell us that at this point in human history it had not rained before and so God number one is asking this trailblazer to do something in preparation for an event he's never seen and I, I got to pause though and tell some of you all that there's some of you all that have a Noah anointing on your life in that you have been tapped to be first. What do you mean? There's some of you in this church right now that God has chosen to build something for a future that we have not seen before. There's some of you in here, God has given you the idea. Oh yeah, I feel the Holy Ghost now. The idea for a business, the idea for a product, for a company, for a service, and you're reluctant and you're nervous and you're unwilling to get out of the boat because it doesn't make sense to you. But can I just tell you, God sent me down 75 South to tell somebody that the reason it doesn't make sense to you is because God says, I've trusted you with the future. And this is one of those things old saints ought to say something to me here. You will understand it better by and by. Would you, would you just look at somebody beside you and tell them, say, neighbor, God is using me to prepare the future. That's why, that's why you can't wait no longer to step out on what God said. This is why you can't wait another six months to do what God showed you to do because the time we need you to build it is now so that when it's finished, it will be ready to be used. And I'm, I'm trying to tell somebody that when you're, when you're first, you got to some times be misunderstood. Noah is tapped to build something for an event that we have never seen before. And remember, Noah doesn't know what an ark is. Who am I preaching to in here right now that knows the frustration of God asking you for something that you don't understand, but, but you're trying to 
trust him even though you can't trace him. You're trying to, you're trying to do what he showed you even though it doesn't make sense. But can I just tell somebody, I hear my grandmama now telling me to tell somebody, put your time in because payday is coming after a while. Hmm. He, he, he tells him, he says, I want you to build an ark because I'm going to reign and repopulate the earth. And the Bible says, let's, let's skip through here. Let's cut across the field. The Bible says that Noah does what God tells him and he enters the ark when he was 600 years, two months and 10 days old. He, he enters the ark at that age and then seven days later, the rain begins to fall. The rain fell for 40 days and 40 nights. The Bible says that the fountains of the deep begin to spring forth with water. Evidently, there were subterranean caverns of water that God activated in that moment to speed up the flood process. The Bible says that the flood water spread across the earth, covering the mountains to a depth of 20 feet. It says that all living creatures on dry land were wiped out. How long did it last? I'm glad you asked. The Bible says that the flood covered the earth for 150 days as the floodwaters begin to recede on day 151. The ark comes to rest in the mountains of Ararat. The Bible then says that 74 days later, the tops of the mountains become visible. What happens next? 40 days later, Noah sends out a raven. Noah then sends out a dove on three different occasions. The first time, the dove comes back empty. The second time, he has an olive branch in his mouth, which tells us that he has found a piece of the promise but the last time he doesn't come back at all because land has been found it is two weeks later then that Noah sees the dry land but then God tells him to stay in the ark another 57 days until he tells him to leave are you bored yet with the Bible okay good I got a little bit more here he stays in the ark another 57 days and then the Bible says that when he leaves he is 601 years, 2 months, and 27 days old when he finally steps out of the ark into the new world God used him to prepare for. What are you, what are you trying to say, preacher? Understand that all in all, Noah is in the ark for 382 days. Remember, there is no Netflix. Mm, there is no squid game y'all ain't trying to help me in here there is no ESPN sports center there is no Hulu there is no Disney Plus there is no Amazon Prime there is no Ruth Chris Morton's there ain't no Applebee's whatever place you, there's no Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A y'all y'all ain't trying to help me preach in here 382 days locked in a boat with nothing but his family and a word from the Lord notice now that God tells him to go into the ark but then for the next 382 days the voice of the Lord is silent in his life. I'm trying to find somebody to preach to in here and tell you that some of you I can feel you in the spirit. You know the frustration of being locked away with your promise and wondering if God has forgotten you where you are. Here I am. I stepped out on faith. I risked being 
embarrassed, I risked being laughed at. Folks have talked about me. I did everything by the book and here I am. I don't hear God nowhere, but just tell somebody one more time right now. I feel the Holy Ghost. Tell them the name, but trouble don't last always. Mm, I wish you would say it like you feel it Tell somebody that look like they got some Holy Ghost And let me help you If they don't talk to you tonight Don't sit next to them tomorrow Don't sit next to them th This your last still a night Sit next to dry neighbors Look at somebody and say The Holy Ghost said Your trouble can last always Mm, I wish I had somebody that would just put a praise right there like you believe that sooner than later things are going to turn in your favor. Mm. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. But the Lord said to yes, God. The Lord said to tell you that there are three things that those of you that are getting ready to do something need to understand. This this is the first night we are launching Stella Week, and there are some of you all that this is going to be more than just branding on a flyer for you. But there's I need you to catch it if I'm talking to you. Some of you, this is really getting ready to be your Stella Week. God's about to shift your mind, your money, your business, your future, your family, your funding, your scholarship, it's about to happen. Somebody ought to say this week, this week. But before you get there, God said to tell you that number one, those that are going somewhere have to deal, number one, with storms. That's what Noah shows us. Noah shows us, Noah shows us that you gotta, you gotta deal with a storm. Did you look how quiet y'all got? Y'all done, all your little joy just dried up. Oh man, I thought we was gonna shout. That's the wrong S word. He said storm. I'm sick of storm. I know you're sick of storms, but builders have to deal with stone. Y'all better come on and have a line and send y'all no notes or nothing. Y'all better work, put the S on the end. I like that. Yeah, because it's going to be more than one storm. You, you, you got to understand it's plural in this season. Builders have to deal with storms. Bible says that there are 40 days, Bishop, of incessant hurricane force winds. I need you to hear me because remember, y'all not going to like this, but this flood was a death mission sent from heaven so not only is Noah in a storm but he has to deal with the groans and the gurgles of people outside of the ark who did not get in y'all don't hear me the flood remember is designed to wipe out all of the world and so how many corpses are floating face down on the top of the water outside of the ark that Noah has to look at and contemplate how many animals are bobbing in the waters all around this ark floating by the side of the ship. Hebrews indicates that Noah was a faithful preacher so not only is he dealing with a loss but he's also reminded every time he sees another body y'all don't like this of his own ineffectiveness if I were to preach just a little bit better maybe they would have been in the ship if I if I would have conveyed it maybe just a little bit stronger maybe I would have reached somebody but here he is with nobody 
body but the people that had to come because they live with him and here he is surrounded by the winds of a storm but can I help somebody the Lord said that you got to tell them tonight at the winning church if you really go win you got to realize that builders have a twofold storm I said what do you mean the Lord said tell them that yes there is the storm that Noah is in but there's also the storm that's in Noah and I need to tell some anointed folk you ain't gonna shout here but you're not ready to be used by God if you don't understand that not only will you go through storms but there will be storms inside of you who am I talking to that knows what it is to come to church and have to sing to people and sing them into their freedom while you got some storms on the inside of you how many of you musicians know what it is to have to play and create an atmosphere for other folk to get delivered while you've got a storm inside of you how many of y'all know what it is to high five neighbors and touch folk and tap folk and tell them God is good all the time and all the time God is good but you're wrestling on the inside with the trouble of if he's so good when am I going to see this goodness tell your neighbor I know what it is to have a storm on the inside you got to encourage folks sometime and don't nobody ask you how you doing for real and you come and you cry in the car sometimes and come in the church wipe your eyes and say God I need you to do something because you got a storm on the inside of you but tell somebody beside you tell them say neighbor one more time I need you to hear what God said tell them say the storm don't last always in fact that's why the songwriter said I told the storm you got to pass storm you can't last I wish somebody that had the Holy Ghost would just tell one more neighbor real quick in a hurry say neighbor the winds have got to stop blowing you ain't sailed with no power because you didn't put a praise on the end tell them say the winds got to stop blowing if you believe it you ought to clap your hands and just shout hallelujah like the storm is passing oh take courage oh my soul and let us journey on though the night be dark it won't be very long because thanks be to God the morning light appears and the storm is passing over somebody shout hallelujah clap your hands one more time and give God a praise I got to hurry through here but the Lord said number one you got to deal with the storm I pray the same grace over every one of you all that are sowing into the word but then God said to tell you give me one more bump of the sound man that not only the builders have to deal with storms Bishop but the Lord said that Noah shows us that builders have to also deal you ready with a stench S-T-E-N-C-A-R stench ah yeah yeah okay can I say it like I feel it then in other words what that means is that when you're working for God sis sometimes y'all ain't gonna shout here you're gonna have to deal with some stinking situations 
Y'all don't want to say nothing to me in here now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look around because you might be sitting next to a stinking neighbor. But just look up here at me and somebody tell me, I know you're right. I know. I know because builders understand that sometimes, you ready? Your assignment stinks. What do you mean, preacher? Understand Noah is in the ark for 382 days. And regard, I don't know, I might be the only one. I know I ain't the only one, but I, I like quartet music. I know I got. Am I in? The, I'm in. Okay, I'm in Warner Robins. I, I like. I, I like quartet music now. Hey, yeah. I uh, thank you, Jesus. I like. I like good quartet. But I gotta correct something that the quartet singer said that wasn't right. Because the quartet singer said that the animals went in two by two. That ain't what the Bible says. If you really read the Bible, the Bible says that God tells Noah, "I want the clean animals to go in seven pairs." Y'all not helping me preach, but that's okay. My gas got my car got gas, and I'm getting out of here in a minute. He says, I want the clean animals in pairs of seven pairs of two. He says, the unclean animals let them go in two by two. And I know you've looked at you've looked in the in the children's Bible, and it's so nice, it's so nice to see the boy zebra and the girl zebra, and the boy dog and the girl dog. You know, the, 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 the boy giraffe and the girl giraffe the boy rhino and the girl rhino but understand this is a vessel that is built by God to design designed rather to withstand hurricane force winds for over a year of sailing which means come on think with me the boat has to be sealed up tight you, you still ain't got it yet I'm gonna keep preaching you got a small space that's sealed up with no ventilation that's got animals on top of animals on top of animals on top of animals and the question I need somebody to shout at me here the question is who's going to shovel the mess y'all don't want to help me preach in here because a lot of builders you know what your problem is you want God to give you the project to build but you don't want to shovel no mess y'all don't want to help me preach in here you, you want to be big in ministry but you don't want to shovel no mess Oh, you want to stand on big stages and platforms, but you don't want to deal with no mess. But I got to tell somebody that whenever you're doing something great for God, it's going to sometimes come with a smell. Some of you, you're dealing with people and their attitudes stink. But you can't forsake your assignment. You got to work past the stench. Some of y'all are dealing with stuff that God showed you to do and your funding stinks. But you got to keep on building. Some of y'all are working on something from God. And the assignment does not smell good. But you got to keep on building. Look up and down the row and tell them, say, neighbor, you got to keep on building. But not only, not only, not only, not only does he have to deal with a storm and a stench but the Bible says that it also has to deal with solitude somebody shout solitude because the Bible says that everybody is gone and you gotta ask yourself the question how many of those on the outside were friends with Noah how many of those were his classmates 
and his childhood friends. But now everybody is gone. Because you got to know that when you're doing something great for God, you sometimes have to be by yourself. Is there anybody in here that can just wave your hand and say, I know what it is for people to leave me. I said, I know what it is for people to walk out on me. And I find myself all alone. And I want to ask somebody tonight, have you considered how alone he must have felt? He said, I obey God. And God has killed all of my friends. I obey God. And he's taken my relationships. I obey God. And I find myself in a sad place where I'm all alone. But I just want to tell somebody that this is in chapter number seven. But then we turn the page and go to chapter number eight, which is the number of new beginnings. And I came just to tell somebody it's your season to go ahead and turn the page. Why don't you lift your hands and say, I'm ready now to go to my new chapter because your new chapter says in verse number one, it says, and God remembered Noah. And that's all I came to tell somebody on my way to heaven tonight. I want you to know that just like Noah, you are not forgotten. Because the Bible says that God, he remembered Noah. And the word remembered, it translates in the Hebrew. And it means something different. Because when you think of remembering, it implies somebody forgot. But no, 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 no. That's not what it means. What it really means is that God acknowledged Noah. And I want you to tell somebody, say neighbor, say God is getting ready to acknowledge you. You only come to have no church. You only come to have no church. So let me talk to somebody that's watching on the live stream. If you're watching at home and you're not by yourself, I see you, Regina. I see you, Joanna. I see you, Craig. I see you, Chanel. Nicole and Dominique. I need y'all to get some hand sanitizer and rub it in real good. And why don't you just lean over and grab your neighbor by the hand and say, I wish y'all would help me preach. I said, grab somebody and say, I want you to know that God is about to remember you. Well, how did God remember Noah? The Bible says that he sent a wind. In verse number one, it says God made a wind to pass over and the water subsided. In other words, the Bible 
Bible. The Bible says that God sent a wind and caused the waters to go down. And I just came to tell you that not only did it cause the high place to come on down, but when the wind comes, it blows the stench away. And I need to prophesy and tell you that this week, God's going to send the wind. Yes, he is. I said this week, God's going to send the wind. And it's going to blow the stench of your past away. It's going to blow the stench of yesterday away. It's going to blow the stench of the hole away. It's going to blow what they said away. And the wind, it is the wind of Pentecost. I wish I had somebody that would lift your hands and say, Blow wind, blow on me. But the second way, God remembered Noah. Is it spoke to him again? He said, Noah, I'm ready now for you to come on out. And you got to remember that he hadn't heard the voice of the Lord for a long time. But when the time is right, God's going to speak to you. And I just want to tell you that this is the week where I want somebody to listen up for a fresh word. Because God is getting ready to speak to you again. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, 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 I'm ready now. For a fresh word for my business, I'm ready now. For a fresh word about my family, say I am. I'm ready now. For a fresh word for my children, I am. I'm ready now. For a fresh word and God remembered Noah. But for the last time, look at somebody and say, neighbor, your testimony in this season is about to be, and God remembered you. That's all I got to tell you. God is getting ready to remember you. Let's preach now. Lift your voice and put your name in the atmosphere. And God remembered Mark. And God remembered Susan. And God remembered John. And God remembered Open your mouth and praise him like he remembered you. Open your mouth and shout like God has not forgotten. Open your mouth and shout like the promises are yea and amen. Shout, 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 shout. Right now, like you're on his mind, like he's coming through, like he ain't forgotten, 
That's right, and God remembered. I don't know, I don't, I ain't been here. My brother in the blue shirt and my sister in the black and white top, I need y'all to do something for me. 
I need y'all to be intercessors for a moment. I want y'all to do something on behalf of the whole church. The both of y'all, I want y'all to turn around just one time. You and you. Turn yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, he got the right idea. I need everybody in this church. Don't play with it. This is a God moment. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, just as fast as they turn, that's how fast God's about to turn it around. That's, that's how fast. I don't know what you need God to turn, but just as fast as your testimony's about to be every time I turn around. Because baby, God's about to remember. I said, God's about to remember. That's right, Dominique and Alma and Angela and Chanel. He's about to remember. Want to pray? Listen. This is the message. Every builder needs to know, and I feel the Holy Ghost. There's something about to, there's a, something about to hit this house. It's not going to take us long, neither. But every builder needs to know, number one, it says that if you're going to build for God, you're going to have to deal with storms. Get, uh, da, 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 get it out your mind that there's a level of anointing you'll get to that's going to be storm-free. No, no, you're going to have to deal with storms. Now, most of us know that, but can we go deeper? Real visionaries, real anointed people understand that not only do you have to deal with the storm that you're in, but you also got to deal with the storm in you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, nobody shout on that part. But every one of these anointed people you look up at here and see, don't you think that they always just wake up every day and everything goes, no, no. A lot of these people in this church right now got some storms on the inside that don't nobody know about. Stuff going on in your mind, stuff going on in your heart, stuff going on at the house that you can't even testify about. But the good news is Noah shows us that you better hear this. There is an expiration date on every storm. Oh, oh I, I know, I know it feels like it's going to last always, but it's not going to last always. The storm has to cease when God says so. Not only do you have to deal with storms, I'm getting ready to pray, we're standing. But visionaries and builders and those that are going to have a stellar week, you, gotta, you ain't going to like this either. You also got to know that sometimes your assignment is going to have a stench. Noah, in this closed off boat, Bishop, with all these animals for 382 days. What did that boat smell like? Some of y'all, you, you know, you some of y'all, you don't even let the dog in the house because I'm gonna see who I'm gonna see who real. You don't want the house to smell like outside. Some of y'all don't even let your kids come. <laughs> uh -uh, go straight to the bathroom, baby. You smell like outside. You smell like outside. What did the ark smell like? It stunk. What do you do when your assignment has a smell? You got to deal with people whose attitudes stink. 
You got to lead people whose consistency stinks. Lead people whose support stinks. You're there for folk, won't be there for you. Stinks. Here's what you do. You keep on sailing. <laughs> not only, hold on, not only do you have to deal with a storm, not only do you have to deal with a stench, but real visionaries and builders got to also deal with solitude. We shout about this. This is a happy, this ain't no happy story. Everybody no one knows except for his immediate family is dead. Friends, classmates, co-workers, neighbors, gone. There are a lot of you in here right now that feel just like that by yourself. Watch this. You've got a call from God and nobody understands it. You're by yourself. You got a vision and you can't even tell your friends because they think you're crazy. You by yourself. How you gonna do that? You didn't go to school for that. You don't know nobody that ever did that. Be quiet. You don't, it ain't for you then. But I'm by myself. God said to tell you, and I'm getting ready to pray. We're getting ready, we're getting ready to go. I feel the Lord in here. God said to tell you that in spite of the storms, in spite of the stench, in spite of the solitude, you are not forgotten. Because when you, oh God, I, I, thank you, Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you are not forgotten. I hear you, Lord. Because in chapter 8, verse 1, it says again, God remembered Noah. But wait a minute, that ain't the message. The message is in verse 5. Because I can't tell you that God remembered without telling you when he remembered. Bishop, this one blessed me. Put verse 5 up on the screen. Look at this. And the waters decrease continually <laughs> until the 10th month. Y'all didn't read. Okay, y'all. And the waters decreased continually until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day, <laughs> will the tops of the mountain sink. What did God do? God sent a wind and blew the waters down. But when did it do it? And the waters decreased continually until the... They still didn't hear me, Lord. And the waters decreased continually until the... Okay, hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, and on the first day, well, the time... Okay, let, let me read it like this. And if you receive it, I need you to shout. And the waters decreased continually until October. And on the first day of Stella Week, the tops of the mountains were shaking. And I prophesy over somebody and tell you, baby, not only is God sending the wind, but he's about to do it this month. He's about to do it this month. He's about to do it. I need somebody to shout like you in the tenth month and cry. Somebody in your area, baby, it's my time to be delivered. It's my time to come out of this. It's my time to get free. It's my time to get over. It's my time to be healed. It's my time to prosper. It's my time. Baby, God's about to acknowledge me. He's about to remember me. 
Hands up. And the waters decreased until October. And in October, on the first day of Stella Week, were the tops of the mountains sank. And God remembered. Insert your name here. Throw your hands up as high as you want God to take you. And God, I need you to use your mouth now. And God remembered. Release your family now. Just like I did in Isaiah, I'm coming for your words. I'm sending angels for your words. Say it again. And God remembered. Say your child's name. And God remembered. Say the name of your promotion and your job. Say the name of your business. And God remembered. Say the name of the neighborhood you want to live in. And God remembered. Say your bank name. God remembered. I'm out of time. On the count of three. Oh yeah, there's an atmosphere in here. There's a wind. There's a wind in my door. Because listen again, when God remembers you, he sends a wind and he speaks to you again. And right now, tonight, on the first night of Stella Week, God is about to speak to somebody right now. He's about to give you direction. He's about to give you a word. He's about to, yes, God, I hear you. God says, you don't need a miracle. You need a strategy. I'm about to give you a strategy. I'm about to get you a plan. I'm about to give you renewed vision. Yes, 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 yes. You already smart. You went to school. You got the degree. You know the people. But God said, I'm about to give you wisdom. I'm about, Noah, I'm about to speak to you again. On the count of three, I want you to release a sound in this house. And we got to go. On the count of three, I want you to open your mouth. And I prophesy that a wind is about to blow through TWC. I declare there go. A wind is about to hit this house. If you don't want it, get out. Because we need we need one according to him now. Because a wind is about to sweep through this house. And God is about to drop fresh revelation. Yes, God, I feel it. God's about to give you impartation. God's about to give you what you need for the week. One, come on, get ready. Open your mouth. Receive two. Come on, one, two, three, open your mouth. There go, there go, there go, there go, there Come on, for 60 seconds, there's a win in this house, yes, go. There's a win in this house, yes, go. There's a win in this house. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, yes, 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 there's a wind in this house, a fresh wind, a wind of revelation, a wind of vision, a wind of promise, a wind of answers, a wind of strategy, blow, 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 I dare you to open up your mouth and cry right now. Praise team pit, ministers, sound team, camera workers, 
sisters, preachers, singers, ushers, everybody. There's a fresh wind on your road. There's a fresh wind in your section. There's a fresh wind of glory. A fresh wind of strength. A fresh wind of strategy. A fresh wind of vapor. A fresh wind of anointing.
If he said that he would do it, it will come to pass. God is not forgot. There's an anointing in here. God has not forgot. He's never failed me yet. He's never failed me yet. Jesus Christ never failed me. That's how they said in my grandmother's church. Me yet. And they said, so everywhere I go, I want the world to know Jesus Christ never failed me yet. I'm going home tonight. I want to challenge us on the way out. I want to challenge us to remember that God has not forgotten us. Listen to me very carefully, very clearly. Many of you don't know me, but you do know our bishop. You know that he would not have allowed me to come. If I was a gimmick or gang kind of preacher. Somebody say amen. So I'm not here to play games. We're not about to dim the lights. I don't, I don't, I don't need strings. Brother Keyboard Player. I don't need a prophetic key. I'm not about to call your name unless I knew your name before church time. Some of y'all, guess what? If you need somebody to prophesy your name, you got issues I can't help you with no how. You forgot your name? Pull your driver's license out. Look under Georgia. It's right there. It's right there. All caps. It's right there. You hear me? I simply want to challenge your faith for just a moment. And uh, I'm in a space right now, Bishop. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if you give us testimonies, I'll tell them. Because I believe much like you do, that we overcome, Scripture says, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our faith. The Lord told me, he said, the reason I can't give some folk testimonies is because they won't tell them. He said, if you give them to me, I'm going to tell them. And so I'm in a season right now where every, every week, Bishop, God is giving us more to testify about. And I've been sharing this story um, as a faith builder. It's been about a month or two now, Matt, we were there, a ministry in Atlanta, and uh, I shared it with them. And uh, Bishop, a month or so ago, two months ago now, I think, I was in Los Angeles, California on a Sunday night for a pastoral installation service. I was there, not preaching, just to support. I was there to support. And uh, in the pastoral installation service, <laughs> uh, the man of God gets up and he's raising the offering. And he says, there's some of you all in here that need to sow a $1,000 seed into this vision. And I said to myself, I said, that's really nice. That's, that's, that's beautiful. That's good. That's really good. Now, you understand, here's the backstory. We are in a building project in Atlanta. God blessed us with a 20,000 square foot studio that we're converting uh, into sanctuary space, cafe, coffee shop, podcast suite, photography suite, an administrative wing where entrepreneurs can rent office space and conference rooms, and we're doing it all under one roof. And somebody ought to shout here, it's debt free. So just had to make sure, thank you, Jesus. Had to make sure y'all was with me. Every, every every challenge, we know what it is because we sold, Bishop. We've had people that I've never met send checks for $50,000. People I still ain't met. Pastor, uh, across the country, sent $50,000 one Sunday. We know what it is for churches that shut down. Uh, there's a church in the city, $10 million campus, and they closed their doors. 
God gave us favor. She said, the Lord wants me to help you. And they gave us almost $100,000 worth of equipment that we couldn't have bought at retail. So, somebody say, same grace. Okay. So say that again, because that's going to matter in a minute. Say, same grace. I'm in, a, I'm in Los Angeles. Man, God says, there's somebody else going to do a $1,000 seat. And I said, that's cute. And then the Lord said, you're one of them. I, you know how some of us do with the Lord. I said, hold on. I, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. I know that devil a liar. I said, no, no. The Lord said, no, this is me. You one of them. I said, Lord, excuse me, Mr. Jesus, we are in a building fund. I don't have, I need real people here. I don't have an extra thousand dollars. My thousands are allocated, earmarked, huh? Y'all ain't saying that to me in here. And the Lord says this, hear this. He said, the same faith you tell other people to use, try it. Hit me in my stomach, Bishop. I said, wait a minute, Lord. I stood up, get my little cash app out, type in one, going real slow so God can change his mind. One Mississippi. I hit that first zero. Lord, you see me obeying? You can, you can, you can tell me there's a ram in the bush. Somebody else going to do it. You can stop me now. I'm doing it. I hit that second zero. I said, now, Lord, that's a $100 seat. That is industry standard. <laughs> Guess preach a $100 seat? That's good. He said, the same faith you tell others to use, try it. I hit that third zero, $1,000. I hit send, and I'll confess, I immediately got an attitude because I needed that thousand. Y'all ain't been real with me. I, 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 anybody know what I'm talking about? You, you already done spent the money in your mind. You, you, I, I done spent this thousand. This gonna look real nice in the cafe, in, in the coffee shop. This I'm gonna get some hardwood right here with this thousand. It's gonna do this corn over here. That thousand was gone. I'm sad. I get up Monday. I'm gonna let this go. I need us to get our faith up. I get up Monday. I fly back to Atlanta. I get to Atlanta and remember that I'd agreed to give a tour of our building, Bishop. I forgot about it. A, a nice lady reached out. I'm building something in my city. I would love to see your vision. I've been inspired from a distance. I would love to see it. Can I get a tour? We had scheduled the tour, and, and she's on her way, and I forgot, and I'm tired. I don't feel like doing it because I'm tired, and I missed that thousand. That's, what, that's really what got me tired. Tell the truth, shame the devil. But I said, God, it's your building. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I get there. I meet the lady. It is her. It is her son. And it is her assistant. And I give them a tour. I show them uh, the, the, the sanctuary. I show them the editing suites. I show them the podcast room. I show them the coffee shop. I show them the lobby. And, and, and all of this that God has given. And we get to the end. And she says, oh, Brother Moore, thank you so much for showing me. She said, I wish you just had a few minutes to look at my vision. And then myself, I said, self, we don't have an extra few minutes. Because you already tired yourself and you missed that thousand dollars. I said, Oh Lord Jesus, all right. Well, you know, let's sit down, let's look at it. We sit down, man of God, we're looking at her vision and, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving advice and you know she's writing notes and you know I'm, 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 my, my anointing is clicking in and for building and for vision and I'm showing her how we raise six figures and how we do all and I'm showing it to her and she finishes and we're walking out and I'm getting ready, you know, I'm finally out of got to the end of the tour and she says you know on my way out I forgot how can I sow into you I want you I want you to I want you to help your neighbor practice I want you to be able to practice because they're gonna they're gonna need to they're gonna need to get used to hearing this ask somebody say how can I sow into you 
You missed what I just said. You missed it. You missed it. I said, help them practice because they're going to need to get used to hearing it. Ask somebody again, how can I sow into you? Now, I said, I said, I said to myself, I said, here we go. Now, I've given tours before, Bishop. I'm going to be honest. And somebody will give $20, somebody will give $50. And I appreciate that. But I don't have it in me right now to muster up $30. Oh, my goodness. I don't have it in me today because I'm tired. And I missed that thousand. So I tell her, man, God, I said, you know, it's okay. Don't worry. It's a pleasure to show. This is the Lord's doing. It's a pleasure. She says, no, I got to sow something. So I said, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I said, well, it's the cash app. And I give her the thing. And she sends something on her phone. Now, I instinctively, this is, I put you on game. I turn my phone face down because I don't want to seem like, you know, I'm just looking to see what she going to do, you know. That's preacher. That's bad preacher. You know, you get your love offering. You don't open it right then. You act like you got to go to the bathroom. And then <laughs> Let me run to the restroom real quick before we get in this car. Okay, we can go. We good. We can go. I'm trying to help somebody. <laughs> so I turn my phone over. She sends it. She's walking out. She says, did you get what I said? I said, oh, I'm, I'm sure I did. Thank you so much. She says these words. I feel the Lord. She said, no, no, check the account. Tell somebody's neighbor, check the account. Oh, God. You ain't got to get happy on my testimony. It's mine. I'll shout by myself if I have to. So I turn the phone over and I look. I look at my phone. I look. I look. I looked at it again. So I looked at it again. I looked at it again. And I said, woman well, of God, I think you need to check your cash app because you made a mistake. She says, what, what did I do? I showed it to her. She said, no, no, that's exactly what I meant to say. I said, woman well, of God, this is $5,000. Wait, 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 wait. She said, she said, I know exactly how much it is. I've been watching from a distance, and the Lord told me to help you. I need you to prophesy to somebody and say, the Lord's got somebody watching you. And he's about to release them to help you. Somebody shout, same grace. Wait, wait, that ain't the shout. That ain't the shout yet. That ain't the shout. I'm, I'm dizzy. I'm trying to collect myself. And I said, first of all, did I show you all the bathrooms? Let me, this is the extended tour. Let me show you outside. This is the loading dock in the back. You see the, you see. I said, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, we have something called Vision Hall. And we write the names of our people that sow because we pray over those names every day. I said, let me go get a marker because you got to sign this. And we run back there and her assistant is standing there. Hear this. Her assistant ain't said nothing the whole meeting. But her assistant speaks up and says, you know what? The Lord wants me to sow too. So I said, I said, well, obey God. Obey God. Obey God. Now, hold on. Don't judge me. Bishop, tell him not to judge me. I said to myself, this is going to be a $5,050 day. Let me help you. Because the assistant, she got on a big t-shirt. She got on some jeans with some holes in the knees. She got on some flip-flops. And I need y'all to hear this because somebody needs to catch this and shout. 
God can bless you through unexpected sources. I just helped somebody right there. Your next miracle may come from a surprise place. Bishop, the assistant takes out her checkbook, writes a check. I said, where'd she find the checkbook? I ain't seen a checkbook in. She writes a check, rips it out, hands it to me. I instinctively fold it, put it in my pocket. She said, no, look at it. Tell your neighbor's neighbor, look at it. I pulled it out. Here's your shout. She's written a check for another $5,000. It was then that the Lord reminded me you were tripping on a thousand dollar seed because you didn't know I had a ten thousand dollar harvest tomorrow. Somebody shout same place. I found somebody and say same place. You didn't do it. I said, tell somebody, Sam, that it is no secret what God can do. What is done for others, he will do the same thing for you. We got to go. Same grace. Bring me some envelopes, if you will, brother, sister, usher. I'm going to sow. We're going to sow. So, Bishop, I said all that to say that the Lord has me in a place right now where I am author. Now, I ain't releasing it. He ain't telling me to release it everywhere. Because some people are not ready for it, don't know how to receive it, don't, wanna, don't, don't know how to do right. But the Lord told me to release it in this house tonight at the beginning of Stellar Week. I need some envelopes. The same grace and order. Now, what is the same grace? It's the same grace. You ready? I need you to claim it if it's you for a quick harvest. Say it again. Same grace for a quick harvest. Look at somebody and say, same grace for a quick harvest. Some of y'all, you've been waiting a long time. I said quick harvest. What kind of harvest? Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Quick harvest. So this is what I'm going to do. No gimmicks, no games. Straight faith. I believe in the transfer. I believe in, I believe in a transfer of anointing. And so even though most of us are going to give electronically, I want to put this envelope in your hand myself. And on this envelope, I don't care what you're giving on, I want you to write on, this envelope becomes a memorial between you and God. I want you to write those two words, same grace. Now some of you, whatever you need God to do, I want you to write it on there too. I want you to put same grace. Now here's what I want to do. There are some of you, I don't believe in counting people's harvest or limiting people's harvest. There's some of you that need to do what I did because you know this soil. Some of y'all need to sow a thousand. But there are at least, at least 10 of us tonight, at least 10 of us that are going to sow a seed of at least $250 or more. There are at least 10 of us that are going to sow a seed of at least 250 or more. Now listen, here's what's going to happen. 
I, f I feel a transfer taking place even now. I feel that grace being released. I want you on the count of three. I'm going to count. I want y'all to come take this out of my hand. And I want the rest of us to start clapping when they start walking. And don't stop clapping until they stop walking. I believe that we're getting ready by the end. I hear the Lord. By the end of Stella Week, we're going to see harvest testimonies come in. If you're one of those ten or more that are sowing that 251, I want you to get out of your seat and come get this now and believe that that grace is being applied to your life. One, two, three. I want you to come. 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 One. There they are. I want you to come. Two. There they are. Three. I want you to come. Four. Five. There they are. Six. There they are. Seven. There we are. Eight. There we are. Nine. There we are. Ten. There we are. Overflow. Eleven. Y'all ain't clapping good. Twelve. There they are. Thirteen. There they are. Fourteen. Bless 15. Give me some envelopes. Give me some envelopes. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Where's 15? Hold on. Hold on. We're at 14. Where's 15? You might be watching online. I don't know where y'all. But where's 15? Where's 15? That's 15 back there. There we go. All right. That's 15. Where's 16? Where's 16? Where's 16? That's 16. Yes, sir. There's 16. Here's 7. Y'all ain't clapping good. I need somebody to help me. Hey. I, 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 I am a living testimony. Where's 18? Could have been dead and gone. Lord, you let me live on. There they are, the sound booth. I am living testimony. Hey, I thank the Lord. This is why y'all ought to follow your leader. He said, me and First Lady are giving a thousand. Y'all ought to shout right there. Y'all ought to shout right there. Now listen, because we got to go. Listen, listen. I think 18 of us have given that 250. Bishop and First Lady have given that thousand. I need the rest of you. I need the rest of you that can get a seat of at least $100 to run up here right now. Real quick. I want to put this in your hand. I want to release the same grace. Those of you that have a seat of at least 100 or more, I want you to come. Same grace. Same grace, same grace, same grace, same grace, same grace. Lord have mercy, same grace. Woman of God said, no, nah, I'm giving a thousand. She said, I'm giving a thousand, same grace. So y'all ain't clapping good. I said, somebody help me celebrate. Same grace, same grace, same grace, same grace. Now leave a check there. Yeah, that, that, thank you, Put that right there, put that right there. Same grace, same grace. There's somebody else that needs to show that hundred or more. Same grace, same grace. You know that I... I live a testimony. Can I hear you say I should have been dead and gone? Lord, same grace. I Listen, 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 listen. Somebody say everybody. Say it again, say everybody. I want everybody to get a gift. Listen, if you haven't sown already, two of us have sown that thousand. 18 of us have sown that 250. A number of us have sown the 100. I need everybody 
to get a seed of forty dollars or as close as you can. Forty or as close as you. If as close as you get is thirty. If it's twenty. If it's ten. Whatever. Get as close to that forty. And I want listen. Listen to me carefully. I want everybody to stay. Then we ain't gonna sit down no more. We get ready to go home. When you get that gift, I want everybody to stay. Get as close as you can. I want everybody to do it. Everybody. 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 Same grace. Same grace. Same grace. I know you're ready when you're standing. Everybody. If you got two good legs, get something and come on. Yes, ma'am, woman of God. I knew you was coming. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I knew you was coming too on that running. You had to catch your breath. I understand. I understand. I bless you. 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 Everybody get it and stand. Everybody get it and stand. Bless you, woman of God. Everybody get it and stand. Everybody get it and stand. Bless you, woman of God. Everybody. everybody. I'm going to put it in your hands since you ain't got to go nowhere. That's right. Everybody get it and stand. Everybody. Those of you that saw that 40, that's right. Everybody, 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 bless your son. Bless your son. Give me the whole thing. Bless you, bless you. Come on, woman of God. All y'all sit down. Y'all hold the service up. I need y'all to come on. Bless you. Everybody get it in stand. Everybody get it in stand. Everybody get it in stand. Everybody get your best in stand. Stand, stand, stand. Bless your sister. Stand, 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 stand. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Come on, everybody. Bishop is coming. Put your seat in your right hand. Put your seat in your right hand. That's your hand of strength. That's your hand of power. Raise it to the Lord. Let's do it together. And say, this is my seat. I saw it willingly and joyfully. Boldly confess that the windows of heaven are open above me. Say it real strong. Say, I'm wealthy, I'm prosperous, I'll never be broke again. Uh-uh, take the broke out your throat. Say it right. Say, I'm wealthy, I'm prosperous, I'll never be broke again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want you to give God a praise as you bring that seed. Our bishop is coming, but bring that seat. If you're sold electronically, so If you're bringing it to the altar, bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. But give God a praise in this place even now.
share it with us on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Same grace. Everybody say that same.